win, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now. Serve me a plate, you know what it is. The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs. Prior knowledge, and we cooking on the beat. Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat. The shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit. Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit. And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from biggie, and I'm ready to die. So who wanna come with me? Go down and shifty, my chick is real pretty. Her booty big too, where she wanna get with me? Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a Cali dad. Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have. Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee. While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me. When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry. Miss a win, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies. Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is. Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs. Uh. When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Win, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies. Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is. Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs. Uh. Oh shit, oh shit, it's the When's Lunch Podcast, it's episode 7 son, fucking 7, what's in the box, episode 7, here on Prior Knowledge Radio, I'm chilling here with uh, my co-host for the morning, because it's a morning podcast today, decided to wake up and get it out of the way for the day, normally I'll do it like midday, mid-evening, I don't know when the sun's going down, just relaxing, chilling, but... I decided this time to go ahead and do it in the morning. So I'm chilling here with my co-host, the fantastic Willow. And she's walking away. Such a diva. Such a diva. She just walks away. I'm over here introducing her. She's finally inside the room, not making a noise. Not making one fucking meow. And then she just walks away as I'm doing her intro. Um, I've been looking at other ways to make some extra money. So, uh... There have been a few ideas I've been tossing around. Um, vending machines is one. ATMs, you know, a friend of mine, he uh, he was looking into extra ways of making money as well. And he was talking about ATMs, just owning the ATMs that basically charge you fucking 4 to $6 per transaction if, if you don't actually have a bank account or something like that. So, so yeah, it's been something I've been thinking about. Um, another thing is just... I, if I think about it, uh, what I basically do all day is just kind of like hunt down action figures and shit like that. Collectibles, not even necessarily action figures, but collectibles, pins, uh, trading cards. Why don't I just become a fucking reseller, bro? I mean, like the reseller market for what I want to do is pretty easy to sell off the right shit. Like as long as you're not buying dime a dozen peg warmer action figures, then you don't have to really worry about it. Like, if you're buying, obviously, like, the shit that sits on the Walmart shelves or the Target shelves or pegs, and they don't get sold, and then when clearance comes around, they're just sitting in the clearance bin, and they still don't get sold. Like, if you have those type of action figures, obviously, your resale game isn't going to be that good. But if you have enough money to put into inventory to just purchase or pre-order any type of action figures if you have the extra money, buying two or three of each action figure, you'll be able to flip it. Unfortunately, the action figure market is a fucking, it's a black market, bro. It's like this, it's like scalping, like scalping action figures is like become a thing where people would just go to Target or go to Walmart or whatever, and then they'll just buy up all the action figures that drop that day. So they'll just be sold out. And then they'll keep going back for like a week, just selling out the entire fucking store. 
And then they'll just hit the internet, and then they'll just try and selling it, like, double the fucking profit. Like, most action figures... I don't want to say most action figures, okay? Let me specify this. The action figures that I go for, like the WWE action figures, they're probably like 22 bucks, okay? Come out to like 23, give or take. 23 and below with taxes and shit, okay? Most people are flipping it, selling it for like 40 to 50 to $60 on some action figures. Like if it's a chase variant, I don't mean to get like all nerdy on this ass, you know what I mean? But a, a chase variant, let me explain it. A chase variant, what it is, is basically it's a specialized action figure. It's like a small difference in between the action figures. So, like, it could be like an outfit color change or a color scheme difference. But it's the same exact action figure, just something small, different like that. They're called chase variants. It's a variant of the original, and it's called the chase because you have to go out and chase after those action figures. So, those action figures in themselves, they usually go for, like, 50 bucks because they're the chase variants. So, like, a reseller market really isn't that hard. You just have to be up on it, and you have to be able to go to the post office, stay up on the shipping, things like that. There's this app called Whatnot. It's like, I'm, I'm not sure if I brought it up on previous shows because I've been heavy into it, but Whatnot is basically, like, a live auction site. Basically, people put up shit, and then it, it's on, like, a live feed, and they just put up a price, and people start bidding on it. You just swipe the fucking button to start bidding, and it's very addicting, okay? Very addicting. People say, Ryan, is it like gambling? Yes, it's like gambling, okay? It's like gambling because I get the same fucking adrenaline rush. I'll seriously be sitting inside somebody's feed, just watching whatever figures go up, and I will bid on almost anything that's under five bucks. I don't give a fuck. Just to have it. Most things under five dollars are probably worth more than five dollars. So either way, you could flip it if you really wanted to. But yeah, it's kind of like gambling, except there's really no loss. I don't bid on things that I really don't need necessarily. I bid on things that I would be able to sell or be or be able to resell or be able to uh, put into an archive, make into fodder, things like that. The whole point is whatnot. I applied for that to be a seller on there. So I got approved for that. They did like a whole like Zoom meeting where like they basically just went through a fucking basically just went through a fucking PowerPoint on like, here's how to be a seller. Here's what to expect. Look out for scams. And it's mind-blowing how many people will fall for, like, the dumbest fucking scams ever. The dumbest fucking scams. Like, I'm a part of this action figure group, okay, on Facebook. And it's 2024. If you don't know how to spot a fake fucking profile by this point, you should not be using the internet. I don't understand how people fall for catfishing accounts and shit like that. Like, I don't understand the depth of it. Is it loneliness? Is it desperation? I don't get it. But I see people in the action figure group all the time. They'll post requests like, I need this action figure. And it'll be like a super rare action figure that you don't typically come across on a day-to-day basis. It's going to cost you some bread, okay? And then they'll post it. Some random motherfucker will just be like, DM me. And you can click on their profile. It says their name is like Mary Johnson. And then it's like a picture of some dude from fucking Australia. Okay. Some like long haired white boy hippie guy. The fucking, the banner profile picture is like roses and shit like that. It just makes no fucking sense. If, if you do any type of purchasing on the internet, you need to do your research 
on the product and the person who's selling it. Read reviews, okay? Always go to the reviews if you're purchasing something online. What the fuck is wrong with you? If you're buying it from, like, a marketplace type shit, check out the fucking person's profile. Check out the reviews that they have received from previous uh, previous sales and shit like that. It's not that hard to do your due diligence to see if you're being catfished out of some fucking money. Send a gift card. Make it make sense. If somebody ever asked for a gift card in exchange for something that's worth money, why would you fall for that? I don't get it. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. I don't understand. It, I guess it's just the desperation of people wanting to have a better life or to be satisfied. The instant gratification that we now have as the entitled human beings that we are in this century, bro. Fuck, what kind of rant? Where was I going with that? I don't even I don't even remember what the fuck was going on just now. Speaking of work, bro, I got picked up the other day from an Uber driver. Okay, so now mind you, I moved. I told you in the previous episode, I've moved. I'm in my new apartment. So I'm a lot closer to work. It literally only takes my 10 minutes to get to work compared to the 45, 50 fucking minutes it took me before. So it's much, much better, okay? I get inside my Uber driver the other day. Uh, get inside my Uber driver. Wow, brother. Go ahead and calm down with that. Buy him dinner first. I get inside the Uber the other day, and the guy looks back at me, and he's like, What's up, my man? And he just keeps calling me my man, like, over and over again. He's like this middle-aged white dude. He's got, like, I don't know. He's got, like, hoop earrings, but, like, upside-down hoops. You know, like, not gauges, but, like, they're, like, regular. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, just picture this guy, okay? You can tell that this guy watches some weird porn. Like, he's got that kind of vibe, right? So he keeps calling me my man. He keeps making small talk about, like, the weather. And he's like, oh, it looks like there's rain out here, my man. Oh, nobody knows how to drive in Arizona when it rains, my man. Things like that. So we're driving. He saw me hit my vape before I got inside the car. And as we're sitting at the red light, he looks at me and he goes, you vape? Sorry, let me rephrase it. He goes, you vape, my man? And I'm like, yeah. And then he fucking reaches into his center console in his car and he pulls out a fucking a pack of smokes. He pulls out literally a whole pack of cigarettes and he just opens it and he goes, you mind? And I go, yeah, nah, dude, do you. So this fucking Uber driver just starts lighting up a cigarette. We're driving on the fucking freeway now. The fucking cigarette's going. I'm vaping in the back. We're all just chilling. He's listening to some weird fucking like Metallica. Not even Metallica. It sounded like Metallica, but like Metallic. He was listening to some weird fucking metallic on his goddamn system. Cigarettes bumping, blowing all the fucking ash all around the car, whipping down the freeway. He fucking puts his shit out, flicks the cigarette out the window, rolls his window up, and he looks back at me and he goes, Thanks for the cigarette, my man. Like, bro, did you just forget that that was your own cigarette? I didn't give you a cigarette. What the fuck are you thanking me for? Is he thanking me for the opportunity to smoke a cigarette in his own car? My guy, this is your job. If you want to lose it, that's fine with me. I don't give a fuck. You just happen to find the right guy who would allow you to smoke a cigarette in the car. I don't give a shit. Smoke a cigarette. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but it doesn't bother me. I grew up with it. Literally everybody in my fucking family smokes cigarettes. It doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. It's almost nostalgic, that fucking smell, okay? But the point is, what if he had tried that on some other dude? He was like, you vape? You vape, my man? The guy's like, yeah. And he pulls out a cigarette and he just starts lighting it up. And the guy's like, I said I vape, not smoke fucking cancer sticks, bro. 
fucking disgusting. And now I'm wondering, like, am I his last ride for the day? Is he going to now drop me off and then go drive around, pick up more people with his car smelling like a fucking stoke? That's disgusting, bro. Fucking gross. Get some goddamn fucking deodorizer in this motherfucker. Ozium, okay? Ozium and Febreze, your best friends when you smoke cigarettes as an Uber driver, apparently. I don't know. Uber's been wild recently. I've just been like, I've literally been getting inside the car. There was, I got inside a car the other day and he pulls up. And before we even get outside of my apartments, he's telling me about like people who can't drive. And he has an accent like this. And it's very like this. And I can't place it. And, like, I'm not trying to make fun of him when I do the accent. It just makes the story that much better, okay? So we're driving outside of the apartments. He pulls out and he goes, The kids out here, you know, the parents don't watch them. They go out and then they're on their bike and then they go into the street and then and then it's over. And he's like a younger, you know, maybe like late 30s, early 40s maybe. And... I'm just kind of like listening to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's all up to the parents to watch him and shit like that. And then he starts telling me he lived at this place off of 32nd Street in Shea. He said, I live down there in nice place, but the kids. And then the mother does not control the kids. And then I'm like, I'm like wondering where the fuck this is going. And then he starts going into this whole tirade about how the mother didn't watch the kid. And the kid, and, and then the, the mother left him for another guy and now the guy has the little kid selling drugs on his bike and the kid's gonna get killed like that he's like look she don't watch the kid no more i tried to tell her you need to watch the kid and she does not watch the kid now kid's life is ruined and now he's like borderline crying he's like on the verge of fucking tears talking about this little kid who's selling drugs and he sounds hurt He sounds like he's in pain. He sounds like somebody hurt him. I didn't realize at the beginning of this conversation, he was just trying to wedge in a way to talk about his most recent breakup with a woman. And he was literally about to cry talking about this this woman didn't listen to him and now the kid's life is ruined. They could have had a good life together. And I literally just stopped responding. He was like, you know, it's just very sad, man, right? It's just, you know, she did not watch the kid, and then the kid ended up ruining his life, man, you know? And it's like, at what fucking point are you going to recognize that you should just stop talking? He was literally going on the entire fucking trip. I think he didn't stop until we got off the freeway, which is like right around the corner from my work. Right when we got off the freeway, he like recognized, oh shit, maybe I got a little bit too invested. Even at one point said I loved her. Like, I don't even know what he was talking about. He just went into this whole fucking spiel about this woman and this kid and this woman who left him. And now the kid sells drugs for the new boyfriend. I was like, bro, isn't this like the plot of the Equalizer 2? I think this is a fucking movie you're talking about. So I literally just stopped fucking responding. I don't understand how he got that deep with a man that he just met 45 seconds ago. I literally got into the whip and he just started going on this fucking, this story, this travel time 
All right. I didn't even understand where it was going. I thought we were talking about neighborhoods and people not being able to drive and kids being out in the street when they weren't supposed to. And then it just took a whole nother turn where I didn't expect it to go. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not sure if it's, I just keep, I just get a lot of weird Uber drivers or if it's just because I take a lot of Uber, but like I get a lot of fucking weirdos and the guy, I didn't even say this, the guy who smoked a cigarette when I was inside the car, when I pulled into the apartment, normally I just have him drop me off right there. I don't like no fucking Uber driver knowing where I live at. So I just let them know, oh, right here is good. I live in this first building. And then he goes, nah, I do door-to-door service, my man. So I literally had to have him pull up to a random building in the apartment complex. And I had to walk around the entire complex to go to my house just so he wouldn't know where the fuck I lived. I was so creeped out by a guy who was so open to smoking a cigarette with a guy who just says he vapes. Okay, didn't say, can I vape in the car? Didn't ask if he vapes. He just looked at me and said, you vape, my man. You mind, my man. And just pulled out a fucking stove out of the center console. I don't understand it. I don't know, but it's been pretty nice being closer to work because it's been cheaper for Uber. Um, Things have been a lot better on like a financial side, on like a overall happiness side. I've been literally just enjoying my time alone. And when I say alone, I mean like living alone. Like I haven't lived on my own in a minute. And I've literally, I, I, I mean, I work. And I come home and I still have my days off. When I have my days off, I do literally anything I want. Like, I'm like, I'm like fucking Jerry Maguire, okay? Just whipping around in my underwear. Like, I, I'm I'm cleaning my action, my you, okay. I gotta stop being so fucking nerdy. But when I say I'm cleaning my action figures, I said this to somebody at work. I was talking about acetone and how acetone dries out your fingertips. Like, if you, if you get acetone on your fingers for a long time, it will dry your fucking fingertips out. It feels so gross. It gives you fucking goosebumps, makes your nipples hard. It, it's fucked up, right? So I was talking about that with somebody, and I said, yeah, I, I, I know what that's like. When I use acetone to clean my action figures, I always have to wear gloves. And she was like, you clean your action figures? And it was more like... I don't clean my action figures. Like, if I bought it in the box, I'm not going to pull it out and clean it. What I'm saying is when I buy used action figures or, like, from somebody online and it's a loose action figure. Or if I go to, like, an antique store or a collectible store and I buy a loose action figure. I absolutely wash that motherfucker. I usually use acetone to get, like, the dings and the scrapes off of it. Like, the, 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 uh, the miscolors and shit. Any type of smudges, I, that's what I use it for. Alcohol and acetone will get it right off, okay? But, like, yes, any loose action figure, I absolutely give it what we call a fig bath, where I'll throw the action figure into some warm water with soap and literally just wash it, okay? I don't know whose little fucking little child's mouth that was inside of. Like, it, they could have been chewing on the toy. They could have been shitting on the toy. Like, little kids are fucking disgusting. Toys are typically for little kids. So I'm going to go ahead and assume a little disgusting fucking kid played with it before I received it. So, yeah, I'm absolutely going to wash that. What the hell's wrong with you? So, yeah, I've been doing that. It's been nice because, like, my 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 apartment has, like, this little bar area where, like, you know, it's like a little tiny sink it's got like, you know, where you can put the bottles and your and your glasses and shit inside the cabinet. But because I don't drink, I obviously don't need to use it for that. So I just use that for like all my action figure shit. 
Like literally, it's like a little Sopranos collection setup. That little sink is perfect for where. Excuse me. That little sink is perfect for where I wash my action figures. The cabinet, I have like all the supplies, the acetone, the alcohol. I have a little fucking drawer with like all my loose collectible shit. Like I, I have to say, as nerdy as it fucking is, action like collecting as a whole has become something that I'm really dedicated to. Like, there, there's like a whole sense of like the researching it. And I've talked about this in like the first couple episodes. But like researching the action figures. I have an app to keep track of which action figures I need and which ones I already have. Just so I don't repeat by. It's like a whole process, my guy. Okay? It's like a whole process. And I don't mean to bore you guys with so much action figure talk. But it really has been what I've been doing recently. Okay? I've been doing that. I've also been working on a little bit of editing. I've been trying to edit more videos. Um, and the videos that I edit are like, obviously from the footage that I've collected over the years of like me and my friends. Like wh- when we were younger, when we were in high school and college and shit, we used to film everything. Okay. Everything was filmed. So like literally I can just put together a compilation of all the old footage that I have and just throw it all together from over the years. And because they were such small little things, my friends have all forgotten about it. But because I have it on footage and I throw it into the compilation, everybody likes that. And when I say compilation, I mean... Uh, okay, so how do I explain this without sounding like a weirdo? Um, so I have... Prior Knowledge, obviously, is the company. But we have we have the subsidiaries within it. And it's Prior Knowledge Radio, which you're listening to. And then we also have Up Video which is the video portion of the company. And Dub Video is, I, I I make small like in-house projects. And the first one that I've, the first official one that I've like really, really done was the good footage video. And the good footage video is a video, a footage compiled from basically from when I was in high school with my friends. And it's basically just like, you know, jackass CKY type shit. We just have fun and just... It's just, like, basically a video of, like, the camaraderie amongst our boys. You know what I mean? Not even just boys, but, like, you know, all the homies. Females included, so. I started with that, and it kind of continued with that, where, like, all my friends knew that I would film something. I'd be filming everything. So, you try to make make content. And this is before, like, social media viral content was, like, a huge, huge thing. Like, this is before Vine and shit like that. So, like, it's, like, pre-big viral videos, okay? And we, we always knew that we were just trying to make good content. And the good content that we were trying to make was always very inside. It was very, like, relatable to the group. Like, all of our group of friends would find it funny because we know our group of friends. But it might not necessarily be funny for other people. So, because of that, the good footage video has never actually been publicly released. Just uh, a few handful of individuals. I should say, not a few handful. Um, A handful of individuals, a few individuals, have seen the actual finished product. It was a video I finished editing in like literally 2013 and then I lost it. I lost the video and I had basically, I had to put it back together like piece by piece and I've remade it since then. So I think it was 2001, not 2001, what the fuck? It was like 2021, 2021. I think I completed it. Um, But yeah, the good footage video has never actually been seen by the public. Um, it's just basically kind of an inside video, but I've been trying to get back into editing videos as a whole, and I've been using that type of footage as a way of getting a standing point. In addition to that, I've been looking uh, at ways of setting up the video podcast. 
So the video podcast should be starting, I'm hoping, within the next few episodes. And everything should be put together. I'm just trying to get more consistent. Everything is a lot been going on. Um, personally, in my life, a lot of things have been going on. So I've just been trying to get shit in order first. And now that everything has been kind of, you know, copacetic compared to how it has been, I should be back on track to be posting shows each week. Should be getting more promotion going. I don't like to say like New Year, New Me and like, you know, New Year's resolutions, but I'm sick of wasting fucking time. And at this point, I'm kind I'm kind of just uh, dedicating myself to having an outlet creatively. And whether people listen to the podcast or watch the podcast when it starts, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, I do give a fuck to the people who do watch it. I appreciate it. Or the people who do listen, I appreciate it. But I don't give a fuck if you don't. I do this for me because this is this is helpful for me. This is almost like a therapy session that I don't have to pay for. I don't need insurance to do a fucking podcast. Okay? So, <clears throat> that's what I've been doing. You know? I've been, I've, I've been trying to get back into the groove of things. I'm trying to figure out what's what and um, put shit together. So, just so you know, um, update from the beginning of the episode, Willow still hasn't come back. She literally said, I don't want to be a part of this podcast. I'm dipping out on you. Fuck this shit. And that's okay. She deserves it. I don't know. It's been kind of concerning. Like, she hasn't really been eating um, the past couple days. Like, she hasn't been eating much. Like, I give her wet food every morning because she's a good girl. I give her wet food, and she hasn't been touching it, and it's been kind of sad. She hasn't been touching it at all. Um, She went through heat, like, a week ago, week and a half ago. And it was like, bro, it was like unfucking bearable. It was unfucking bearable. Okay? Like she she sounded like an injured baby. An injured baby she sounded like. And matter of fact, I have the clip. I want to go ahead and play it. Just just play a little bit of the noises she was making while she was in heat. Like do you, like do you hear that, bro? She literally sounds like 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 a like an injured baby. She sounds like a cat that's stuck inside of a wall, and it it's it's really fucked up because I'm like, oh shit, what are my neighbors thinking? My neighbors probably think I don't take care of this cat, or if they if they know cats or if they have cats, they probably like, oh fuck, this cat's in heat. But it's so bad. Like she's she was literally like crying, and I couldn't yell at her. I couldn't tell her to stop or anything like that because she can't help it. So I just kind of, I just try to reassure her that she's okay. Try to make her feel comfortable. She wasn't eating. And then, then the heat signs went away. It only lasted like a week, luckily. But then they started to go away. And now she's not eating again. And it's making me think that she's going to go back into another cycle of it. So I have to go get her spayed next week. Like, without a doubt. I know she can hear me in the other room. But I she has to get spayed. Hands down. It's fucked up. It's got to be done. So we're going to probably end up doing that next week. It's probably not going to be uh it's not going to be a fun time for her, but it needs to be done, all right? I don't I don't need to be uh, a granddaddy just yet, all right? I'm happy just being daddy. Is she I mean she's she's my life, you know? I just care about her and I feel so bad. I I think this is what parents feel like when they have kids, but I don't have kids, so like I'm going to have to go and uh, equate it to her. Willow is my life. I love her. She is my emotional support animal. 
People like to throw that around. I, look at her. She's just literally sitting in the bathtub right now, just staring at me. It's so cute. But uh, now she's she's my emotional support animal. Like she is, she's actually uh, considered that by my doctor. So, love you, Willow. Little cute girl, just staring over there. Yeah, what have I, bro? I almost said, what, what have I been making recently? Let me tell you, I have been eating so many fucking tacos. Tacos are like the easiest thing for me to make. They're quick, and I eat so many of them. I literally probably have tacos three, four times a week. Okay, seven days in a week, three, four times a week. Right? It, 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 it. I, I love tacos. I've literally just been finding new ways of doing it, using different meat. You know, I use chicken, beef. I use some carne asada. So fucking delicious. The grocery store is literally right across the street from me, so. When in doubt and I'm feeling something, I just walk over there, grab all the ingredients, and I come back. I think tonight I might I might make a a nice sauce. I might make a nice sauce today, actually, the whole day. Make a nice sauce and then, you know, maybe put some Italian sausage in it. I've been really craving sausage, peppers, and onions, but I really don't have the energy to make it. Like, my mom made it when she came out here. And boy, let me tell you, I ate so much of that shit. So much of those sausage, peppers, and onions, bro. So much. My fucking guy is so delicious. But for some reason, mine never tastes exactly like my mom's. They never will. But it's just so much energy, and it takes a while. Like, it it has to cook and shit like that. It has to cook. It has to bake and shit like that. It takes forever. So it's not something I'm really going to make today. I'll probably make it maybe on Tuesday, next Tuesday on my day off. You know, my schedule at work doesn't change until March. Luckily, it was supposed to be January, then it got pushed to February, now it got pushed back to March. So my schedule's not changing until then. Um, so I'm going to enjoy my three days off in a row while I can. Then I go to a two-day on, two-day off, one-day off, something like, I don't know. I don't work more than two days at a time, so that, that's going to be pretty nice. Kind of a good switch up, but I'll have a weekend day off, I'll have Sundays off, you know, for the Lord. So that'll be good. You know, I can finally start going to church. Start going to church on Sundays. Be like, yeah, man. I'm in the I'm in the house with Lord. I'm in the Lord's house right now, man. Getting God with it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm literally just looking at Willow. She's seriously just staring at me inside the bathtub. It's so fucking adorable. Her eyes are closed, but I guess I'm staring at her then. She's not really staring at me. There's a whole lot going on in my brain right now. It's literally only 8:30 in the morning and and, I, and, I, and I'm just debating whether or not I should start cooking food. Wonder if I should make sausage, peppers, and onions tonight. I think I might actually do that now. It's still early in the morning. I could probably have it for lunch if I start now. So I'm going to go ahead and hop off here. You know what I mean? You probably saw this coming because I was talking about food. But you've been listening to the When's Lunch podcast here on Prior Knowledge Radio. And check you out next time, bruh. When's lunch? Cause your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now. Serve me a plate, you know what it is. The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs. Prior knowledge. And we cooking on the beat. Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat. The shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit. Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit. And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from piggy. And I'm ready to die, so who wanna come with me? Low down and shifty, my chick is real pretty. Her booty big too, wish she wanna get with me. Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a 
Kelly dad Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, How was that one, Ryan?